Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. If you want to become successful at running your business, you must become bold. Get ready to meet Fred Joyle, author, speaker, entrepreneur, and business advisor. Along with a lucrative career in advertising and marketing, Fred co-founded the most successful dentist referral service in the USA called 1-800-DENTIST, which over 30 years has generated more than $1 billion in revenue. In today's interview, Fred shares how to develop the superpower of boldness using the pride method that is based on his latest book called Super Bold. Without further ado, get ready to learn how to grow from underconfident to a charismatic and bold business owner. While learning how to build and run a business, we just have to be bold, take risks and trust our ability to figure things out make decisions before we feel even ready. And for me, it means being bold, but easier said than done. And that is why today we are going to talk about how to grow from underconfident to charismatic and bold business owner with Fred Joichel. Welcome, Fred. Did I pronounce correctly your name? Joel. It was close, Joel. but yes. Oh my uh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's quite all right. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very excited to be on with the Queen of Impossible because you have lived an incredibly bold life. So you are the, the prime example of what I'm teaching with my book. So wow. I'm excited to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. And I appreciate the homework you have done. <laughs> Honor to have you here with us today. Please share with us, you know, briefly why and how you decided to become an expert of of being bold. I grew up as a very shy person, very underconfident. I couldn't ask a girl out or ask a girl to dance. I couldn't even make a phone call when somebody tried to hire me as, a, as in a sales position. I couldn't make a single phone call. And I, I missed so many opportunities and I had so many regrets that it frustrated me. And I would see bold people and I would say, why are, why are they like this? Why don't they process rejection like I do? Why does it bounce off them? And, and, and I saw them chasing their dreams in this uninhibited sort of way. And so I just gradually taught myself to do it uh, by being uncomfortable all the time. And it took me a long time to do it. Uh, and change myself to somebody who is now I could meet anybody I want. I've met all sorts of interesting people over the years uh, and I've had tremendous adventures and, you know, started a business many years ago and that took boldness at every step. And that actually taught me to be bolder and bolder because I had to be or I would have failed. Um, and so I eventually started to write the book so that other people could do this much more quickly. And I created a systematic way that somebody could elevate their boldness and have a template for how to bring that skill into their life and develop their boldness muscle more and more and more for the rest of their life, but get themselves to a, a remarkably high level very quickly. Uh, and, and it changes everything when you, when you approach stuff with confidence and boldness, especially if you're starting a business as an entrepreneur, as you, as you said, right at the beginning, this is a critical skill as an entrepreneur. And so 
I want people who are building businesses to understand all of the areas that it applies and, and how to develop this. Because a lot of people who invent businesses are have a really good idea, but they're not good at sales. They're not good at closing in sales. They're not good at raising money. They're not good at giving feedback to employees that, you know, they have leadership challenges. All of this stuff requires boldness. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long journey for you. <laughs> and, yes. uh, and I, I'm old. That's how it happens. Uh, no, you're not. You're <laughs> experienced, Fred. <laughs> I know you have this uh, systematic approach, really, to develop the, the superpower of boldness. But um, before we, we dive into your book uh, called Superbold, I love the name of that, um, I, want to, uh, I want to really understand uh, how you see how you would describe boldness, because the definition of boldness differs, I believe, with each individual. To some, it's, yes. uh, it's being authentic and transparent in the face of crisis, while to others, it's uh, just a state of being different, maybe. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So I distinguish between confidence and boldness in that Confidence is how you feel about yourself, that you feel like you uh, can do something or you belong somewhere or are, are worthy. Boldness is taking that confidence and going into action, doing mm-hmm. things, trying things, taking risks, uh, speaking up, stepping up. It is not about drawing attention to yourself uh, like a show off. It's about chasing your dreams, knowing that there's risk of failure and that that failure is going to be full of information and that all you have to do is apply some courage to your confidence to act. And it's the actions that make all of the difference. It's not the confidence that makes the difference. Mm-hmm. It's in, in, in life, it's what we do and we are judged by what, what we do and how we do it, not just how we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my distinguished. Yeah. Action makes difference. <laughs> yes. Love it. So could you please walk us through a little bit? You know, I know you have the, um, the pride method. What is it? Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's the pride method is the, is the way that you apply this uh, and mm-hmm. you apply it to the exercises that I have in the book. The book is a, an action book. It has five levels of of exercise oh. that build your boldness step by step gradually till you get to a surprising level very quickly. Uh, and it starts very simply. It start, starts non-verbally. But the PRIDE method is an acronym for the five steps, which is preparation, relaxing, insight, dosage, and everyday action. Now, not all of those make sense till I spell them out a little bit, mm-hmm. but we don't, one of the strange things that human beings believe is that we don't need to prepare ourselves for social interaction and social situations and, and even things like presentations and stuff like that. They either think, oh, we either can do it or we can't do it. No, it's, it's a skill you develop. Whether you want to walk up to somebody and meet them, you have to prepare yourself. You have to prepare what you're going to say until you become so facile at walking up to strangers that you can start a conversation easily. This doesn't happen automatically. Human beings think somehow we should know how to do this, but it's just like saying, well, I I should be able to, if I buy a guitar, I should be able to play it. 
Nobody believes that. that You know that you're going to sound terrible until you sound good. But in social situations, we don't, we don't prepare. My book teaches you how to prepare. It talks about how to effectively communicate, how to make somebody feel important by, with eye contact and things like that. So, and, and just the words you're going to say. If you're going to walk up to a stranger, what are you going to say? Are you going to compliment mm-hmm. them? Think about what you're going to say in that moment. Or are you just going to say, hi, I'm Mary. I'd really like to meet you. You got to know what you're going to So otherwise, you, you won't have something to say. But the beauty of preparation, and this is true whether it's meeting a stranger or doing a one-hour presentation in front of 500 people, is preparation. Being pre- fully prepared is, is the foundation for spontaneous behavior, for spontaneous thoughts and actions. When I get on stage, I am fully prepared, but I'm going to say something new in the moment many times because mm-hmm. I'm going to discover it with the energy of the audience and my full creativity on. But I know what I could say. And then I think of, well, I could also say this. And it's sometimes a little better. So it's it's really critical. But how does it work in real life? I mean, this uh, preparation, is it, uh, um, I hear you saying it's um, it's about learning, finding ways to practice, maybe having even coaches or mentors. Is it so? I, I certainly you would have. For, if you're trying to do public speaking, you should get a coach that teaches you mm-hmm. how to speak in public. But anything we do in business as entrepreneurs, we need mm-hmm. to do uh, with confidence. And and because if you're trying to raise money for your business, for example, they need to know that you believe in your product mm-hmm. and your or your service, and you're passionate about it. You can't go, it's a really good business and it's really good. It's going to make a lot of money for you. And, you know, I hope that it, that, that, that you really like what we do. Nobody's going to invest in that person. You have to say, this product is going to change the world. And my team is the team that can do it. And when, as soon as you start to project that, they say, all right, I'm, I'm willing to bet on this person. So that, you need to build that confidence in order to project it. And so it's some of a lot of it is what I teach in the book is how you develop, how you practice these things just by talking to strangers every day, for example, just make it, make it a personal goal. I'm going to talk to a complete stranger every day and, and with no concern about the outcome. I'm not trying to make a friend. I'm not trying to get them to do business with me. I'm just going to connect with another human being. I'm just going to maybe just make them feel good about themselves. Could be the barista at mm-hmm. at the coffee shop. It could be the person in line next to you at the coffee shop or at the grocery store, wherever. You're once you start doing that, you realize, "Oh, this is this is I'm getting better at this. I'm starting to enjoy this." And then you're just going to increase those challenges. So that you just generally get stronger. It's, this is almost like going to the gym and working out so that you're in shape. Mm-hmm. These exercises and understanding the, you know, I talk a lot about how to effectively communicate with people and connect with people. What we do wrong a lot of times, which 
I, it's very important to understand those things. And I spell those things out uh, in the book in, in much more detail with, that we don't have time to go into here. Mm -hmm. But they're very important to understand because as soon as you realize that you, you want to not do them, you never do them. And you realize how much easier it is to connect with people. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you're training yourself gradually and yet and you're you're going to feel a little awkward you're going to feel nervous and then mm -hmm. you're not going to that's the that you'll get to that point where you're like i can walk into a party and meet anybody in this room uh and and you and you'll and you'll surprise yourself because it's not that hard people want to meet people they did a study that that analyzed asked people who were riding the new york subway they said how many people would be willing to start a conversation with somebody on the subway? And 80% of them said they would never start a conversation with somebody on the subway. But 60% said they'd be happy to have a conversation mm. with somebody on the subway if they started it. 60%. So that's way more than people think. They think, oh, nobody's going to want to talk to me. Is it nobody or it's only 40%? That's the reality. <laughs> so half of it is, what is the... What are the dumb things we're telling ourselves that aren't actually mm -hmm. true, that are stopping mm -hmm. us? Bold people never stop themselves. If, if I could drive that message home, never be the one to stop you. Don't let so, that voice in your head stop you. I love it. So I hear you saying that uh, do every day something out of your comfort zone, really, to, to prepare yes. yourself. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and uh, what's going to happen is your comfort zone is going to get bigger and bigger, and you're yep. going to have to do something a little wilder mm -hmm. to get to feel uncomfortable, which is great. It just means you're getting stronger. That's great. So, uh, talked about preparation. Let's go to relaxing part. What's uh, that? You know, uh, you can relax yourself in very simple ways, and a lot of people don't realize this because when you're nervous, people say, well, "Why don't you just relax?" And you say, "If I could mm -hmm. relax, I would." Uh, and now you know that they think you look nervous, so you make you more nervous. Um, so what you, but you can simply check your physiology because we tense up when we're nervous. And so if you find the where you're holding the tension in your shoulders, in your arms, in your neck, or your arms folded, or you know, what, what are you doing that projects? that anxiety because your body is translating it with tension shake it off release it and it actually works you know even bouncing a little bit and stuff like that um and then the most important thing is to breathe to take deep breaths like three deep breaths have mm -hmm. a powerful impact on your state and you can even do what I call what is called the vagus breath which stimulates the vagus nerve by just going Ah, you and you do it much. You take a deep breath and you hold that really long, and experience how it relaxes you. You do three of those, you will radically decrease the anxiety and tension in your body. And once you realize it's under your control, that's even more relaxing. So now you mm -hmm. take anxiety and you turn it into energy because you don't want to get drowsy, and that's not what happens. What happens is you. You say, I, I am no longer anxious. I am, I'm feeling, I, I got a lot of energy, but it, it, it is not the anxiety. Because anxiety triggers fight or flight. 
right? It, mm-hmm, it means mm-hmm. the body is, it says, okay, we need to be careful. We need, we don't need to think at this point. We need to react. So your cognitive skills actually get impaired when you get anxious. It's why people have memory problems on stage when they're anxious in front of people. They, they just forget what they've prepared. Uh, it's because they, they haven't, uh, their, their body is in uh, dangers mode. We, mm-hmm. we turn, we, mm-hmm. we interpret psychological danger and physical danger the same way in our bodies. And so you have to release that psychological danger. So once you, once you relax, so preparation relaxes you, and then these techniques relax you. And now you have the energy and the creativity to say what you want with energy and focus and creativity. Easier said than done, I know, but you have oh, all yes. the exercises in your book. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so. and, and once once you, it's all it's all about doing it again. Mm-hmm. Confidence in action—that's boldness. Mm-hmm. That's what you're mm-hmm. trying to do. And then the, the other key thing is is the insights. Some of which I I already mentioned is that mm-hmm. uh, bold people never stop themselves. Look at the times you're stopping yourselves and listen to what you're saying and then ask, is that really true? Oh, everybody's going to laugh at me if I do this. Really? Everybody? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or Mm -hmm. maybe 5% of people or 10% of people. And do they know you? And why would you care? And then the next insight is people are not thinking about you anywhere near as much as you think they are. They're thinking about themselves. I know. And so stop taking, <laughs> worrying about other people's judgment. Bold people have a tiny circle of people whose opinions matter to them. Their family, their, their boss, if they have one, their partners, their mentors, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else, their opinion doesn't matter because they don't, that, that person doesn't really know them. And so they don't let somebody interfere with them. And 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 the, their random belief about what other people are thinking stop them. And the the other thing that bold people know, which is really powerful, is that ninety nine percent of the time, nothing bad actually happens. But in mm-hmm. our brain, we have a great list of all the bad things that going to happen that are going to happen. And that's when what happens with my boldness exercises is you realize. Most of the time, nothing bad happened. You're aiming for something bad to happen, and you're finding out it doesn't. An exercise, for example, is I tell people, if you see a sign on a door that says employees only, go in. And people go like, oh, I can't do it. There's a sign. Right. There's just a sign. Nobody's going to beat you to death on the other side of that door. Go in. It's, and it's an exercise. Go in the door. Listen to the crazy voice in your head that says, oh, no, you shouldn't go in there. Go in. Nothing will happen. Somebody might will say, uh, this is for employees only. Or can I help you? Uh, or are you lost? They'll say, so what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I went in the wrong door. You didn't die. Nobody laughed at you. It was not humiliating. You were trying to get thrown out. <laughs> so once you do it, you realize, wow, I'm stopping myself all the time and you, when you stop doing that because you realize nothing that both people get away with stuff because they know probably nothing bad's going to happen 
Mm because they don't label it as bad. If they fail, they don't label it as bad. They label it as information, as a step up. So are there any mistakes here we can make, you know, or is it really only about learning or winning when it comes to growing bolder every day? We should be bold enough to welcome our mistakes, right? We, you will absolutely make mistakes and, and you mm -hmm. have to interpret those mistakes as learning. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to be awkward in social situations until you're mm -hmm. not. Just like mm -hmm. you're going to sound bad learning the violin until you're not. <laughs> uh, but you will get reinforcement because you're not going to be, when, when you prepare yourself properly, you're not going to be as bad at it as you think. And once there are simple ways to just interact and connect with people and stop trying to impress people with who you are and find out who they are. The mm -hmm. most interesting mm -hmm. people are the people who are really interested in other people, genuinely interested in other people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. all they do is find out who that other person is and they don't try to compete with being more interesting. So many shy and underconfident people think, oh, I have to be interesting. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You just have to be interested in people. And they will, they, they will find out what's interesting about you when they want to. Mm -hmm. And then you mm -hmm. can offer that. But we put this pressure on ourselves. We have to, I have to be funny. I have to be clever. I have to be interesting. No, you don't. You just have to talk to people and ask them questions about who they are and what's important to them and what, you know, uh, how their week went and, and whatever. And then just, and probe when they say something, Oh, you know, my favorite place that, that I went last year was Rome. You say, really tell me more about that trip instead of saying, Oh, my favorite place was such and such. Don't play ping pong with your, with your interactions. <laughs> probe, get, find out about them with genuine interest in them. And if you find yourself talking about yourself, stop. And say, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, when, when I went to Florence, but I'm really more interested in hearing about when you went to Rome. Just stop mm -hmm. yourself. You'll mm -hmm. get better and better and better at this. And you'll watch the reaction of people when you do that. And it, wow. it, it you realize I, I don't have to put all this pressure on myself to be that interesting. And, you, and they will eventually find out what matters to them about you. Because mm -hmm, there mm -hmm, could be something mm -hmm. you could say. Uh, uh, they, they'll eventually say, "So, what is it that you do?" Oh, well, I'm a I'm a real estate broker. Really? Okay. Wow, the market's really changed, hasn't it? Yeah, I was thinking about putting my house on the market, but you know, I don't know. You know, I'm, I've never done, never sold my house before, but now my kids are gone. All of a sudden, they're interested in what you do, mm -hmm, but you didn't mm -hmm. start by saying. Hi, I'm Mary. I'm a real estate broker. I'd really like to meet you and like to find out if you're willing to sell your house. That's, that's, that's very not good. interesting. It's not appealing. That, that's empowering already. I'm having those notes here. So uh, preparing, relax, insights. I lost the last two. Can you walk us through? And so the D is uh, in the pride method is dosage, which we talked hmm. about originally, which is controlling mm -hmm the how far into your discomfort zone you go you don't mm. you're go, deliberately going into your discomfort zone but you're not going so deep that you retreat into your shell never to come out again <laughs> you're going to that point where you say okay this is uncomfortable but i'm going to try it anyway 
And it's mm-hmm. so and so all of my exercises in the book are built on these gradual steps. As you get comfortable with the first set of exercises, you jump to the next step and you're going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. with them and then you're going to get comfortable doing them and you're going to say, "Wow, I thought I could never do these things. I've done them so much that they're ridiculously easy and I I don't they're not challenging at all." You jump to the next level. So it's all about controlling that intensity mm-hmm. so that you are building your muscle. Just like if you were working out or getting in shape, if you were going to start running marathons, you wouldn't run 26 miles the first day because you'd never run again, basically, because you'd be hospitalized. You go mm-hmm. run a mile, two miles, and you're going to do a bunch of stretching, and then you're going to go run three, four, five. This is the same thing. It's controlling the intensity of it so that your pace is steady in, in an mm-hmm. upward direction, and then it happens much faster. And then the final step is the E is everyday action. Do something every day to get better at being bold. Like I said, talk to a stranger every day. Do a boldness exercise every day. Smile at everybody you meet every day. This rewires your brain to say, I behave in a confident way. I, 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 and this, I go back to this. People say, well, I'm shy. I'm like, I'm, I'm an introvert. It's like, why define yourself? You're not shy. You just behave shy in certain situations. You're not shy with your family. You're not shy with your best friend. You're shy in areas where you're underconfident. Just abandon that behavior. Work at reducing that feeling so that you say, I, I may be an introvert, but I can meet anybody I want. You know, I'm great at being alone and getting great stuff done, but I want to be able to go out in the world and meet people and tell them my ideas and find out who they are and connect with people. I'm technically an introvert by nature, except I can meet anybody I want and I'll try anything. I'm not looking to get attention from everybody except when I'm I'm on stage in front of 5,000 people. Then I want their attention, but I don't need it to feel good about myself in my day-to-day life. I want to chase my dreams. I want to be there connecting with people and having an impact on their lives. That's what's important to me. And my boldness allows me to do that. And my introversion was preventing me from doing it. My introversion was preventing me from bringing my whole self to the world, my full, the full Fred. And that's what what you've done, Mary, is you've brought the full Mary to the world with a powerful, powerful story of boldness and determination. It, it, you. You, there are so many bold moves you made in your mm-hmm. life that you are, you know, an example for anyone to say, why am I so afraid of this little thing when Mary was faced with 10 times the challenge that I was and she stepped up, she didn't retreat. And when well, you do that, you. You, you, well, you know, you should love yourself for how you've treated yourself because that this is a, a powerful example for people to just say, stop saying you can't to yourself and start saying yes to everything and, and find out what happens. 
That's very good. And right now, Fred, I must admit, I feel quite bold because I started this podcast. You know, English is not my first language and it's not as easy as it seems <laughs> really to host one. So, but, but I love, you know, every minute uh, that I'm doing that. So meeting those wonderful people like yourself. And uh, I really loved what you shared. And I'd like to already go through those uh, action items or exercises, how you call them. So, I'm sure our listeners are already also thinking, you know, how to find those exercises. Where should they go to, to read the book and, uh, and uh, get in touch with you? So the book is available on Amazon uh, and it's in Kindle form and it's on Audible as well. And it's mm -hmm. me reading the book and there is a hardcover version of the book as well. And my website is fredjoyle.com. You can download the first chapter of the book and and get a sense of it uh and there's videos of me talking about boldness uh, at length so you can you can watch those as well but it's about doing stuff so don't buy the book and read it and say oh this is really interesting uh do stuff <laughs> the people who succeed with the book take the the insights and the the learning about how to connect with people and put it into action so that's mm -hmm, what I'm encouraging mm -hmm. people to do. And obviously I do keynotes and I do workshops for individual businesses to make their whole team successful and everybody bolder in the business. Because when you've got a, a bold team, you're unstoppable. That's true. So make sure you are going to buy this book because uh, I believe it, it will be, you know, it will change uh, people's lives, really. And uh, what you can do to to become bold, you can start your own podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm a real life example here. <laughs> so that's great. But before I'm going to ask about the um, you know the song and the quote that always inspires you, is there any final thought to wrap it all up to our listeners here today? Uh, the only person you need permission from to have the most fulfilling, satisfying, adventurous, successful, love-filled life. The only person you need permission from to have that life is you. So the clock is running and you don't know how much time you have. So get bolder every day and chase your dreams. That is so empowering. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> So, but last but not the least, of course, please share and comment on the song and the quote that will be added to our list for our Powerful Marketers community members. So the song that I love, one of my favorites is U2 Song One, uh, because it's such a powerful message about knowing that we are all one and, and that we're connected to everyone, but we're different. The, one of the lines is, we're one, but we're not the same. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, embrace the difference in everybody that's, that's around you. Be interested in that. Don't, don't be afraid of it. Don't think you need to surround people, people, yourself with people who are the same as you. It's mm -hmm. the difference in everyone that is so exciting that makes our world interesting. And never forget that we are all connected. We are all humans connected together. So that is that, I love that message. I, I love that too right now. I never like heard those words <laughs> so deep, but that, that is powerful. Thank you. And what about the quote? The quote is, when I let go of who I am, I discover who I might become. Mm 
And it's uh-huh. about not being trapped in your self-definition as the reality. Just like I said, you could say, mm-hmm. I'm shy, or you could say, I'm not shy. I just behave shy in some ways, and I want to do that less. Stop attaching yourself to a definition that isn't helping you. It just feels safe. It just allows you to not chase your dreams. Oh, because I, I'm not a good singer. I'm not a good dancer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. dance anyway. <laughs> Sing anyway. <laughs> Sing happy birthday when everybody else is singing. You're the one off key. So what? <laughs> Let go of who you are so you can discover who you can become. Love it. Really, Fred. It's, uh, it is so empowering, you know having this chat here with you and I really appreciate you, you know, taking this time. I know it's early morning for you. Thank you so much, Fred, for being here and keep on growing, you know, those bold leaders. We need them. <laughs> yes, we do. We get bold. We get big problems in the world. We need bold people to step up and solving, you know, help solve them. So <laughs> thank do. you, Mary, for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast. Make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind for registration. And one thing that would really help us and other new potential listeners is if you would rate this show and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. Until next time, take care.